Law Nation. Without hesitations nor deviations to the matter, be sure to hit that like button. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. Appreciate everybody that's following me on the Facebook group. Shout out to y'all, as well as the YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Let's get it. Shout out to the Star Gang, too. Cowboys Dak Prescott recruiting Odell Beckham Jr. Will be the conversation. Also, we're listening to 105.3 The Fan. Jerry Wayne Jones. As well as other news that's around the world. And who was at practice today? Let's bring it. Come on. Yeah. What about a Law Nation group? Happy holidays to you all. Happy birthdays to those who born in this month and the following months and beyond. Come on. Jump on in before it's members only, right? Jump on in before it's members only tonight. Come on. Five, four, three, two, one. Come on. All right. What's good? What's good? We got Cowboys experience tomorrow, and I hope that you guys uh, come out, join us, and a wonderful time. It will be Sam Williams, he will be out at the event. We're going to have Kenny the Shark, and we're going to have other surprise guests that will be out. So if you are in the DF Dub, right, if you're in the local area, hit us up. We'll be at the Toyota Music Factory between the hours of 1.30 to 4 o'clock. Come on out. Enjoy yourselves. I can't wait to see y'all beautiful people out there. Salute to everybody, man. I hope you got a good drink in your hand. I got the relic over here, Cowboys Relic. Y'all know how it goes. Mm. Delicioso. What's good with y'all, man? Shout out to you, Swain. Shout out to everybody, man. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I see (laughs) y'all. Turkey Day is right around the corner. So uh, if y'all cooking a meal, don't be putting raisins in the potato salad. Just don't be doing that, right? Don't be putting uh, sour cream and all of that stuff in the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> mac and cheese and talk about hey this is the new way to fix it right no 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 don't be going above and beyond you know don't try nothing new keep it the same now before we get started cowboy nation uh, a lot of people a lot of people uh are on the fence with odell beckham right There's a divide, a great divide. Some look at it like the Cowboys don't need Odell Beckham. And some look at it like, hey, we've been down this road before. Yes, let's not be prisoners of the moment. We need Odell Beckham. So it's a big fighting going on, right? Don't be experimenting. Yeah, see, Nick? Yeah, don't be experimenting on that day, right? If you're going to experiment, experiment like 25 days ago, right? (laughs) Yeah, so and leave the raisins alone. Raisins are good, by the way. It's good for you, right? Dried grapes, but let's not put them in everything, right? (laughs) But I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, If your team 
Odell Beckham. Let me see Odell Beckham initials in the chat. You know, is it OBJ? Let me see OBJ. If you're a team, OBJ. Is that how you say it? Odell Beckham or ODB? Either way, I'll take it. Put it in the chat. I need to know. I want to know. I got to know how you guys feeling about that. Shout out to you, Ryan. Appreciate you for the stars, man. Uh, OBJ. Okay. I need to know. I want to give get a temperament, a feeling, a vibe of this because um, the Cowboys down the stretch, down the stretch, we may look good now, but it's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have the opportunity and not be prepared. I get it. We got Kellen Moore. It's hard to grade that guy, right? This is his fourth year ever calling plays in the National Football League. Somebody said they neutral. Let me. No, it's pointless of me doing it like this without you guys seeing. <sighs> Look at my side effects, baby. The best in the land. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob says he's neutral. You know, I, nothing wrong with that. Jay Lombardi. What's good with you, man? Fresh cut, let's get it popping. OBJ on his way. Thanksgiving Day, go Cowboys. I know he will be at the game, right? And his father is a diehard Cowboy fan. I follow his page on uh, Facebook. Great guy, by the way. And I can't wait to see how this thing trickulates down the line. It's given, right? It's already given that Odell Beckham is better than Jalen Tolbert, right? It's already given that Odell Beckham resume <laughs> will be the longest resume on this team, will be the best resume out of the wide receiver groups on this team. And, uh, of course, we have the known known and the known unknowns. Simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. And also... Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns. Sure. Things we don't know that we don't know. Sure hands who would prefer to see more out of Noah Brown who would prefer to see more out of well to just at least see James Washington who you know who won't James Washington versus Odell would you rather or would you prefer to have James Washington to come back into the mix to fill in that voided spot, that shadowy place, right? Down in the low dials of the worlds, right? Perry, he says, 199 for your mind. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for your support. Yeah, I appreciate you for that. You know, uh, 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 let me find my button. Here you go. Dracaris. Thank you. We, You can't hear me? Steven, Arthur, he can't. He could tear the top off the defense. Hold on. So let me make sure, let me make sure the audio is straight because my guy, Stephen Arthur, said he can't hear me, man. Arthur, can you hear me? Let me know if the audio is straight. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Can y'all see me? You know, I need to know because, you know, I, I don't want I don't want to be uh, not heard. You know, it's better to be be seen versus being viewed, right? I, I know I normally have a morning deal, but I had to do a lot of business stuff this morning. So that's why I'm, I'm a little, 
late, but we will have the final word today, right? And then I'll dive really into the Giants or what have you. But matter of fact, we'll do all of that now. You know, we, we'll talk about all of the things now. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> let's go with it, man. Let's go with it. Let me play this audio right quick, man, so we can get this show on the road. All right, so... Let me know, can y'all hear this? Like OBJ, given that both the Giants and the Cowboys have meetings with them, what do you think he could do for this team when you get guys you to play that? the way that they played against Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, we're playing like that, and you're able to add a talent like uh, like Odell. Um, that, that can be special. Obviously, that just creates more weapons uh, for not only me, but for this offense, for the play caller, uh, and more things for the defense to worry about. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, we're getting them in. Hopefully, uh, everything's going, going great in the recruiting process. Uh, he knows how much... Um, I've, I've won him here, uh, and a lot of these guys in this locker room I've seen have reached out on their own in, in different ways to make sure that, uh, yeah, he understands that this is a team that he can help, and we want him to come help. What's your sense of his, his interest in, in being here? Uh, mutual, honestly mutual. Um, and as I, that's the reason I say business is knowing it's more than just somebody's feelings of wanting to be somewhere. So, uh, yeah, understanding that that will come into play, but um, feeling like it's mutual. All right, so the mutual feeling. This is from the leader of the team, the quarterback, right? And from what I can collect from my knowledge and my information and my knowledge of everything, collectively speaking, is that I'm hearing collectively more Cowboy players wanting Odell Beckham there's some fans, like like some fans be like, nah, you know, we don't need them. <laughs> but the people that's actually on the team is pounding the table for the guy to be on the team. The people that's watching the team knows what's better for the team than the people that's watch that the people that's actually playing on the team. Let that sink in. You know, we know more from a fan base. We know more from a fan base. Than the actual players, right? We trying to save them from themselves. <laughs> because we hear it from both sides. We heard it from uh, Michael Gallup a couple of weeks ago. Well, last week. We heard it from uh, Demarcus Lawrence. Tank, for those who don't know. J-Rod, right? Multiple people is standing in front of the train saying, let us take this hit we want Odell Beckham on this team and we heard the information from Jerry Wayne Jones John Stephen Jones being coy with it but more people that root for the team pretty much don't want Odell Beckham here versus the people that's on the team so uh, all I can say is this is a win-win yeah yeah Jerry loves all of this Donald Weaver yeah he got to love all of this um, is this a situation whereas the players themselves are prisoners of the moment? I would love to know how Noah Brown feel about this, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want to I want to know if Noah Brown ever said, "Hey, man, I'm 85, man. I keep it live with y'all, man. I I would love to have Odell here, right? <laughs> he never said anything. Maybe they just didn't ask him, right? Uh, I, I do know that C.D. Lamb. And Gallup would love to have them, according to their reviews. Brown's, Brown is a secret weapon. I think you can still utilize Brown. 
I think that the team can still run the ball when you have Odell on this situation. Uh, I get it. You will have your reservations on the way and the nature of Kellen Moore, right? Because you would think that, hey, this dude will become who he always is, pass happy. But the philosophy of this is that I don't care if they do pass as long if the formation is great, if the read is great, if it's single high, if you got one safety high and the formation speaks pass the ball, then pass the ball, right? We're not saying run the ball on nine-man boxes, right? That's what I'm trying to get at, right? The formation should dictate whether or not you pass or not. And reading of the actual offense, well, reading of the actual defense and situation of football, it's much more than to bang on the table and say, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But why? Right? Do you understand the reason why? I get it. You want to dominate the T.O.P. But if they presenting it, if they showing you that they got a loaded box, full pass the ball at this point. Or vice versa. And the problem was with the Cowboys last season and some parts of this season is that they would see cover four, they would see quarters defense, and they would continue to pass the ball, right? Let me know if I'm making any sense of that, you know? You know, so let me know. Because so many people get it. I get it, right? I want the numbers. The number speaks for itself. The volume of numbers of Dak Prescott, 24 to 27 attempts in a game, he got a phenomenal record, like 27 and 4. Right? And he got a crazy, ugly record when he throws the ball for over 40 times. I think he only won like one game or two games or something like that. So the number speaks for itself. However, if a team is foolish and idiotic, to play a certain brand and caliber of defense, then you just got to make them pay, right? And last I checked, too, is that even with the Rams in that Super Bowl, Odell Beckham was there. They ran the ball. They ran the ball against the 40 Winers, right? And, and, and just to be real with you guys, show of hands who watched the 49ers last night, right? That's a team that can play good defense, got strong principles on offense, look like a mirror of the Cowboys slightly, right? And that's a team that's peaking, getting hot. They're not peaked already, but they're, they're on an upward spiral, right? Not a downward, downward spiral. They're on an upward climb. And that's the team, like – in my opinion, when I look through the NFC, there's two teams. My Cowboys and another team would be the 49ers. Anyone else, I could think that the Cowboys can give them a strong push and a run for their money. But the only reason why I say the Niners is because they've been there before. They got the bevy of experiences. They also, they also went and got weapons. Their weakest link is Jimmy Garoppolo. But they got a keen sense of understanding of where to utilize their strength. And that's running the ball. And they went and got Christian McCaffrey. 
Uh, they don't look better than us, you know. Uh, the Eagles on a downward spiral, you know, this is from Suave TV. Shout out to you. I mean, <laughs> we, we will see the Eagles, how they approach a team that can actually move the ball, right? Like the Colts, they, they fought real hard, but they just, they just couldn't move the ball. But when it gets to the meat of the uh, schedule there, uh, I think the Titans, I, I even look at the Chicago Bears, right, on their running approach because they had some fits. The Colts had them against the ropes. <laughs> but, but shout out to them. You know, they, they figured out a way, but we'll see if that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll see if that's sustainable. Let's listen to my guy from uh, 105. Stats, when you look at we scored on our first seven possessions, both sides of the ball. Uh, I agree with Michael Irvin the other day that uh, it's uh, there's not a perfect game, but that's uh, maybe the best I've seen uh, as a complete game since I've been with the Cowboys. Jerry, uh, what was your number one storyline? We had offensive line. We had Diggs versus Jefferson. Obviously, Dak, Pollard. And then that pass rush, that, that, was, that was our number one storyline with the way you guys beat and battered Kirk Cousins. Just talk about any of those performances. The uh, plan going into the game, the plan, uh, b- b- succinctly as planned, the game plan, so to speak, was followed to the perfection. Perfection. That, to me, was the most impressive. Uh, what uh, uh, Dak wanted to do, what Dak was asked to do, what we needed to do on the uh, uh, play selection, uh, how to uh, get in and out of situations offensively, uh, followed that to perfection. Consequently, it allowed the way for us to set the defense up and uh, uh, play with the style and play with, uh, if you will, the aggressiveness to some degree. Uh, but it was the execution of the game plan. Execution of the game plan, right? Uh, we heard Mina Kim's uh, uh, say that you know Dak Prescott read the um, the defense correctly, and and he's a hell of a player, and, and he's growing, and these sorts of things. We heard storylines of the efficiency level. Let me see if I got it somewhere in my uh, catalog here. The efficiency level since the quarterback since 2020, minimum 20 starts, 31.4 points per game. That's Dak Prescott. Then you have Josh Allen, and then you have Patrick Mahomes. So points, putting money out there. Dak been doing that. And it was another stat line that I got somewhere um, that his efficiency level was just so high, higher than others. And I, I don't think I don't even got it here. Shame on me. Shame on me. But check it out on multiple threads there. You will see that Dak Prescott had the highest efficiency level. I think it was uh, their scores or something like that for uh, last week. He had the highest scores. Uh, I get all of that, right? And we are seeing uh, a multitude of people uh, campaigning for uh, my guy Odell Beckham, and let me see what we have here. I thought I retweeted it. Yeah, here, here we go, right here. Let me just pivot to this right quick. No signs of Dante Fowler, Terrell Basham, Jonathan Hankins, Kevin Joseph, 
Uh, they are all battling injuries or illness. And Demarcus Lawrence, Anthony Barr, all were not at practice today. So for those who were worried, who were worried a little bit by Parsons, uh, you know, you can cash that worry away, you know. But uh, the efficiency level is what I'm looking at. And, and let me just segue into this, too. The Marcus Ware, as well as Darren Woodson, all, and I mean just that all, were semifinalists. Hold on right quick. Uh, the guys came, uh, you know, your, your players, of course, have to execute it. And uh, uh, it, uh, I've never seen one that uh, fit the, uh, fit the uh, plan any better. Jerry, does it feel like Kellen Moore has gotten a, a great feel for how to perfectly use Pollard now, which you said you wanted more of before the season started, that, that Pollard-Zeke usage? Does it feel like you all have hit a sweet spot? Well, I think Mike McCarthy, candidly, has uh, seen how to not only maximize Kellen and maximize uh, what we can do offensively, but uh, match that up with what Dan's doing. And uh, uh, that, that was... Uh, for a coach that uh, uh, has coached a lot of ball games, I see if we can win this game out here uh, Thursday that uh, he'll win 150 ball games in the NFL. Uh, but he's matching it up, boy, and he's coordinating. And you talk about complimentary football, you hear that from him all the time. He did a heck of a job. Did a heck of a job of uh, coming off of obvious disappointment. No one was any more wounded than he was coming out of Green Bay. And then to turn that around and uh, work with the team and, and uh, put that together was a thing of beauty. What no doubt, no doubt. All right, so a person that's angry and upset that had time, right, to make the necessary corrections to, to their uh, mistakes, tend to look better, right? Like an angry person, right? A controlled energy. Because people, sometimes people fail to realize anger is a good emotion, right? You know, some people think that just because someone is angry and upset that they are irrational and that could be far from the truth. You know, the word says, be slow to anger. It didn't say don't have anger, right? Don't be upset. Never to have anger. And some people are so high and mighty and never do wrong, you know, that they never show their emotions, right? They never show that they are human. And for, I would say, about 13 years watching this team under the previous administration, the anger word never really showed up, right? The aggressions of being frustrations and, and making the corrections the next week with full impact never got a chance. It was so robotic, right? It was like, come on, man. Hey, when are we going to ever see the real, you know, coaching staff here? And we would beg and cry for it, right? We'd say, come on, just bring us any coach that can come in 
and show us that, right? That temperament. Show of hands who, who felt that way, right? Like, we didn't get a chance to see these type of things, right? Get embarrassed one week, then the next week, all right, <laughs> let's get this thing on the road, right? Um, we, we begin to embody the coaching philosophy, die style, right? So a lot of times we would look into this thing and say, all right, this is who the Cowboys are, you know, a team that folds up when the pressure is here and blah, blah, blah. The Cowboys showed us a new focus, right? Facing an eight and one team, right? A team that's coming off of a victory, right? A team that looked explosive, scored many a points in the season, stout defense. Now now everything is watered down. Now oh check out the defense. Now it's 27, 28, 29 ranked defense. Blah, 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 right? So now we get all of those things, right? Uh, Ramal says nothing motivates like money, anger, or revenge, right? And you, you heard it here first, Law. Appreciate you. Yeah, ain't nothing like money, anger, and revenge. It's like the sweetest joy, <laughs> you know. But speaking of of all of the things that Coach Jerry Jones was saying, right? Let's listen in to Brian Baldinger on some of those plays right right now let's watch this play at the top of the third quarter third and 14 right here vikings sitting back in a cover two shell all right two safeties harrison smith right here on the hash all right cowboys up in a three by one set all right watch Dak right here looking left looking left and holding harrison smith moving harrison smith to the three receiver side way out of position now, once he's on that logo of the Viking, right, then Dak comes back over here to Tony Pollard against Hicks, and he goes 68 yards for a touchdown. I mean, Dak made the throw. It was a beautiful throw. But he also did the manipulating and the Pay maneuvering attention. of Harrison Smith down here. But you just watch him right here. He's just going to look him off because he knows he's looking at him. Just look as long as he can. Looking left, looking left. The protection holds up. They come back and fire it. To Pollard and look at how far out of position Harrison Smith is. I mean, it's well done by Dak. Let's watch this play at the top. Well, of the <clears throat> one can argue that's basic football one on one. Look off the safety. It's a one man's game, right? Especially if you're seeing zone concept. If they playing loose man, uh, most quarterbacks uh, read high to low, and the high will always be the safety, right? Right? Do anybody agree? High to low, you read high to low, right? You go to your progressions, and you're looking for the open option. So the Cowboys, uh, in, in the pinch, when you don't have upfront protection, and if you don't have those guys, those offensive linemen doing their job, then you got to go through that like this. So it's the unity that's part of it, too. The continuity that's a part of it too. Why, Law? Because there's trust too that is a part of it. That I trust my outside guy to win his one-on-ones. And I trust my guy to find the soft spots in the zone. 
because you run, you cut your routes different. If it's a post, you can cut it to a dig. If it's a dig, you can cut it to a post depending on the leverage that's out there that, that's out there on the field. And all of those things are being calculated under three seconds. Right? If you're in a pocket, if you get a consistent pocket for more than three seconds, shoot. That is one of the greatest offensive linemen in the world. You know what I'm saying? You will have the best. Somebody count to three. One, two, three. The ball got to get out. And that's too long there. These guys are pros. It's not like college or high school where you get six seconds and such. You know, if you have a dominant school, you're 5A versus a 2A, 1A. Shoot. Flex on them, baby. You know, I used to look at the schedule, man. I'm 5A, right? Our school Natchez High 5A. We go see 2A, 3A. Man, look, baby. It's a homecoming game, baby. Sure, you might as well go and pencil us in. I'm finna be playmaking time now, baby. You know, finna run my laps backwards. You know, just sometimes just how it is. But now in the NFL, shoot. Everything is equal. Parity in the league, right? You want that. That's why they said, hey, we're going to do revenue sharing, right? We're going to put salary cap so that teams won't just buy their Super Bowl or pick all of the good players. Uh, Shout out to everybody. (laughs) The USFL denied the Eagles application. (laughs) Y'all funny. Uh, Let's go. Uh, Nick Rick. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Illuminati85 says Teddy won. Okay, so you must be an Eagles fan. You're a new guy because that's a new name. You're just not coming around. So uh, that means you're a front runner. Yeah, I mean, because unless you change your name, that means you're a front runner, right? Well done, Coach. Uh, Jerry, both Zeke and Pollard uh, had 15 carries. Pollard had, uh, you know, obviously the, the six receptions as well. But is is that <laughs> my guy Esmodius is law? That's not fair. One A versus five A. Yeah, you already know. And and, and now in, in Texas, I heard it. I heard y'all got like six A's out there. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> you know. I heard y'all got like name me the highest levels of. Of, of uh, divisions y'all have out here in Texas. Y'all let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> LaRon Singleton. Yeah, I mean, Illuminati 85 is a front runner, man. But we, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, man. Uh, uh, we, we'll see how much he is a front runner in a few because uh, let, let's do this. Let's do this this way, you know. Uh, and I appreciate you. I, I thank you for jumping in and being part of the nation. He, he, ain't, he ain't hard like I am awake. You know, I am awake, been here since day one. I, I love I am awake. I be telling my mom, leave him alone. You know, he's my dog up in here, man. Him and, and Philadelphia, I haven't seen Philadelphia in a minute, but, but, but shout out to him, man, wherever he may be. But I am awake is solid, solid, dude. You know what I'm saying? He would jump on and, and hang tight and roll with us through the wins, the losses, the battles. He would support, give donations, and and and, and he, he would even tell and say, hey, man, this dude right here, and, and these sorts of things. He even coach up people on the side. you know. So I like I am awake. Uh, shout out to him. I love his work over here because it, <laughs> he's a real one. You know what I'm saying? But. 
I can tell if Illuminati 85 is real if he continues to, to chat in a few minutes, you know what I'm saying? Because it's members only. <laughs> uh, Sam Walton, appreciate you, man. Shout out to Walmart and everything. He said 6A Division, one of the biggest here in Texas. Okay, y'all got 6A. Man, shout out to Texas. Texas football, I believe some of these high schools can give some JUCO colleges a run for their money, man. You know, I think I think they can, you know. Um, I really do. That the balance that you want where they both get basically the same amount of carries, or was that just kind of the way the game went? I'm not going to split hairs in, uh, with this uh, as far as uh, their touches. Uh, but uh, uh, the quarterback has uh, so much to do with that. Mm. Uh, on uh, one of Tony's touchdowns, uh, Dak checked through about five options. Woo, five. I got five on it. William Parks, baby, appreciate you for the nine ninety nine for your mind. Give him a double time for that, man. You know. <laughs> appreciate you, TJ Jackson. Appreciate you, Coleman. Miko, that's on the Facebook. And Brandon Scott, appreciate you. Thank y'all, man. Yes, indeed. He said he wants some of this. Uh, uh, I want me some glory hope. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Texas football, man. They they treat football over everything over here. Like you go to church Sunday, nah, man. Got to go to football practice, man. You know, hey man, nah, man. <laughs> hey man, you just hit the lottery, man. I got this game. I mean, you don't want to cash in your lottery, nah. I, I got this football game on Friday night, man. Come on, man. You know, football is everything in Texas. Come on. <laughs> on that one play, and then put it out there. Uh, by the way, that's something that was worked on and talked about bef- uh, before the game uh, when you're visiting about pregame preparation. Right. That play right there was thought about. Don't necessarily uh, go on and, and check your progressions out and uh, try to anytime you can right. uh, get the hands, uh, get the ball in the hands of uh, right. Lamb or get the ball in the hands of Zeke or Pollard. Uh, let's do that today. Every chance we get, get it in their hands, either handing it to them or throwing it to them. You know what? I, now, this is what I picked up from Coach Jerry Jones on that one, right? He mentioned, you guys remember about last year, uh, I, I gave you guys this this, this question here, and I want to see if you guys can answer it. Uh, and I'm not going to say on the defensive side. Appreciate you, Andrew. Let me give Andrew uh, support right here. Andrew, appreciate you. I raised a question about on the offensive side. We ain't going to talk defense. List me the three most explosive players in order. On offense. In order. I need to know. List me the three most explosive players on offense in order. And if you rewind to what Jerry Jones just said. Right? Right? Appreciate y'all, man. 
Clark got the first one, right? Last season, right? We can just talk about last season. The three most explosive players. Now, for this season, y'all can list me the three most ex- explosive players in order, right? And one of the things that I was saying that this team would be so much better during the offseason when I said, man, you got to give your explosive players the ball. You can't expect to win when you don't do that. Mr. DC4L says Dak, Tony, CD, right? I didn't have Dak as an explosive player, but, you know, I, I guess you can put him up there. So here, here's, here's my lineup. I, I had Dak up there, right? But Tony is the most explosive player. C.D. Lamb, the second most. And if you can argue and say Dak is the third, yeah, you can do that, right? But I'm talking about Dak distributing the ball. Like, there shouldn't be a game unless 20 is just out of it, right? Hurt that he only see three touches, four touches. In that Niners game, there shouldn't have been a reason for Tony Pollard to touch the ball literally four times. Technically, he only touched it three. But it shouldn't have been a game. But this season, if they do that for what Coach Jerry Jones just said, he coached now, right? He coached. <laughs> He's Coach Jerry Jones. Figure out a way to give it to Pollard. Figure out a way to give it to Lamb. And this is nothing this is nothing. This is not me sneezing <laughs> or throwing shade or salt on Ezekiel, Elijah Elliott, because I truly believe you need Zeke. Down there in the goal line, he dropped that can't tanker his head. He get in there, man. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, get in there. First down right there. I mean, he's just going to lean forward and give you a few yards, right? Watch how he squeezed off in there. We was, we was at a stalemate right there. We couldn't move it, right? Tony couldn't do nothing right there. But you put the ball in the belly of Ezekiel, Elijah, Elliot, that 2 1 going to get in there, man. He's just going to find a way to squeeze. Why did he squeeze him? Get off in there. That dude said, ah. That dude, look how he slow to get up. That's Zeke right there. You need Zeke. Man, just lean forward. <laughs> the weight distribution is just going to work out well for him. So that's why you need Zeke. But when you think of Tony Pollard, t- 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 Tony Pay, shoo. Look at it, it leaks out. Seven is trying to catch him. He ain't hit nothing. You get nothing. <laughs> he can't. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. A linebacker on Tony. Come on, man. Look at him tasting the grass. He's, he got his greens. Hey, what you want for Thanksgiving? You want some collard greens, some mustard greens? No. I had a face full of it last week when I played against the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so that's how this day work. Come on, baby. We got dogs out here. The Hall of Famer Jerry Jones here on Sean and RJ. So now how do you view this turnaround, Jerry, for the Giants and this matchup on Thursday? Well, it's uh, always uh, just that. It's just a, that. <laughs> a tough turn. It's a fast turn. 
it's good that we played the Giants already, so you got a lot in the can, so to speak. Got a lot of preparation. Uh, we uh, shout out to Vajlam Barty that's in the house with the party, man. Appreciate my guy, man. Appreciate him. For know the Giants because we played them, of course. And uh, oh, oh, let me give Vach his flowers right quick. You know, I ain't, I ain't gonna be the one. They man, I was right, man. <laughs> man, Vach was said, "Hey, when Tyron get back, you know." <laughs> It would be best and wise for them to slide Tyler back inside, right? And Jerry Jones, oh, excuse me, I'm misquoting Jerry. Coach Jerry Jones said when Tyron get back, what what bench are y'all referring to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that's his boy. <laughs> Tyron is his boy. And Tyron, he, regardless of how we look at this, Tyler, regardless of how we look at this, dude is a natural. And I love the way the Cowboys handled that situation because they didn't play around with their food. They didn't play them anytime on right side. They just performed that kid on the left side. And they said they tried to be. I believe in the hearts of hearts. Mike McCarthy tried everything in his power to say, hey, man, he's a left-sided player. He's going to play on the left side. But the media pressure and everybody else kept poking and prying at Mike McCarthy. And he said, okay, he'll be a left tackle, right? He practiced today at left tackle. You can see that Mike McCarthy never wanted to give that up. He never wanted to say that, you know. But when Tyron get back, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to put him at left tackle, and they're going to put, they're going to kick my guy, Tyler Smith, back at left guard. And we're seeing that in the insurance piece, be vice versa. Jason Peters. I hate to use that man as a swing, but it's just going to be just that. Shout out to you, D. I'll give you a lion. Shout out to you, D. So that'll be an edge. They know us, though. Um, we've got to get in here. We've, we do this uh, traditionally. I was trying to find out to, uh, we're going to have a very significant recognition of Madden all over, but I'm not so sure Madden has ever done a game other than the Cowboy game on Thanksgiving. I don't know that he has ever or had. And so uh, oh, no. uh, uh, the bottom line is that uh, we're just getting ready to go for a big day out here, and this has always been this kind of week, and uh, our staff and our team are up to it. I mean, RIP to John Madden. You know, may he rest in power. Uh, John Madden on Thanksgiving days, man, where everything. You, you guys remember the turkey with the six legs? You know, they put the extra legs in there. And uh, he, he would give a breakdown analysis on how big Nate Newton <laughs> would eat the turkey, man. Oh, my gosh, man. Somebody find that on Twitter for me. It's on Twitter of John Madden, you know, uh, going over that game. And he had Troy Aikman and all of those boys on Thanksgiving. So, uh, Madden, man, that, that's you. <laughs> oh. Put some mustard on that one, you know. Oh, that boom, you know, all of that stuff. If you go back and listen to the analysis, I love Madden and uh, Pat Summerall. You know, man, I love those boys. It wasn't all of the hoopla that we hear now, you know. But shoot, and everybody trying to be right. It was just a bunch of it was just two guys that 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 saw the game. It felt like. And I was watching it before I had hair on my face. It felt like you was watching the game with your uncles, right? But now it's all technicality and third down percentage. This would be this rate and these sorts of things. It was crazy, man. But that was the best duo ever, man. 
<laughs> Madden give you the comic relief a little bit, and then Pat Summerall. It's third and long, John. You know, man, boom. <laughs> I love some Pat Summerall, you know. Shoot, one of the best kickers in the land, right? Shoot, they legends around there. I would, I would dream to be a, a, a fly on the wall with those boys, right? Third and nine, you know. <laughs> that juggle at the end of his voice, it kind of rattles, but he had a great baritone voice, man. It's third and long. <laughs> it just rattles at the end, a third down. <laughs> he got a little rattle to it. I wish I had one of those when I was growing up, man. Shoot, shout out to John Madden, man, and Pat, Pat Summerall, baby. Derry, how much has this bug that's been going around um, affecting you guys? We're getting a lot of it. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's a factor. Uh, uh, it's uh, not the same issues, uh, even potentially even the COVID issues, or not quite the uh, uh, hurdles that they were uh, over I'm going to see if I can fast forward years, a little bit. I ain't going to play all of that uh, interview. We've got it's about 30 minutes long. Is, and, uh, I wanted to play and tackle our guard, but uh, uh, that's, what the, that's what they were here doing we go, right here. this time of year. But uh, And play, uh, that's what's amazing about pro football. These guys are, uh, uh, most of them will have surgeries. Most of the players will have some, some type of surgery at the end of the year. And so uh, that's the way you, you uh, play these games. Jerry Jones joins us here, 105 through the fan. Uh, does Tyler Smith being uh, you know seen at left at, at that Boom. guard uh, give us any indication that that's you know Tyron's going to go back to left tackle when he returns? Well, Tyler's when you say Tyler, uh, uh, Tyler back to left tackle. You mean uh, uh, Tyron Smith? But yes, Tyron's our left tackle. Will be a left tackle when he returns. Did he stutter? <laughs> he stutter. <laughs> so, man, when he returns, he'll be our left tackle. And I, I get what you guys are saying. I look back at some of the tape of Tyron. It take him one game to get right, right? <laughs> so if you sacrifice one game for Tyron to get right and then he get back to his pro, all pro levels, then shoot. <laughs> Don't y'all know what we got going, baby? We we, we loaded, you know. <laughs> Just take a one game. Because uh, in that Raiders game last season at Thanksgiving, he came back from an injury and, and, and it took him a game, right? And then, of course, he got hit with the C-19 and stuff like that. And he was off and out like, dog, you know, against the 49ers. But Tyron, last season, shoot, you didn't hear any hiccups from Tyron. Last season, let me see if I can pull it up. And I know this is football focus and everything. Uh, let me see. And I don't think that a third of you guys would, would dismiss this, you know. You know, I don't think that you – I put an E on him because Tyron Smith. I don't know why. There's a difference between Tyron and Tyrone, <laughs> you know. Um, let me go right here. He on it like – Let's be real. Let's be real. Seven penalties, right? Seven penalties out of 738 snaps. Sacks allowed was only two. And we looking and, and I don't I don't look at these grades per se, right? We are not paying attention to this, right? But he only allowed 11 pressures. 
four hits allowed on the quarterback, right? This is just from last year. And when we look back at the games that he kind of like boo-booed on was uh, the game in the Raiders game, he was coming off of an injury. He was That was his first game back, right? And the fluke injuries that happened to him last season – Twine when the own player rolled up under him. You know what I'm saying? Like his own man to hit him. So it wasn't like he had the injury himself, but he was on his best season last year, on pace to one of his best seasons. That's a better way to, uh, to say that. And then when we look at Tyler Smith, and I, I don't – don't 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 uh, charge this to my head. Just put it all on my heart, right? Uh, I'm not comparing uh, the two, right? From a perspectives of one being an All Pro, one is a rookie. I'm not saying that he's doing a horrible or horrid job, but out of less snaps, 653 snaps, juxtaposed to Tyron's uh, 700 something. Of course, you can see the grades here, and you see the the uh, penalties and the sacks. He allowed eight penalties, four sacks allowed, 18 pressures. So he's still developing. You slide him back inside. We already know his future, right? Now, let me tell you guys what my thoughts were. I was with the belief. I was with the belief if – if um. If the dude is playing great, don't touch it. Don't 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 even breathe at it. You don't even think about it, right? But he's not playing extremely great, great, great. He's playing extremely good for his. And I I hate to say it that way, but he's playing up to snuff of where you would think he would play at as a rookie. Now, he's naturally playing on the left side, so that's why when they kicked him in as guard, there was no hiccups. For dog sure. Right? For dog sure, he's better than Connor McGovern already, in my opinion, right? So if they're equal or better, you play the youth, right? So he's better than Connor McGovern, in my opinion. Connor McGovern is no one to sneeze at, by the way. I love his skill set. I think that you can plug and play this man at three spots on this team now left guard, center, or right guard. That is a unique package to have. I'll re up Connor McGovern and say, hey, dog, you my swing guard now. And I forever want you to be on this team because we never know when you need to use, utilize his services again, right? And that's how I look at it now, you know? So remember, I always say those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. Well, <laughs> this is not me being convinced against my will. This is me seeing the facts right here. And uh, I, I'm not going to be the guy to stand on the hill and say, I'm right, everybody else wrong. You slide Tyron Smith in to see what you got, Right. And then you work everything else out. And if Jason Peters is that guy, then you you say, compete. <laughs> Por favor. To answer your question. Uh, Jerry, how do you think Tyler will make that transition back to a guard when Tyron returns? Well, easily. Ah, and I'm not. Uh, we on the same page. He says easily. We said it at the same time. No jinx. You know. <laughs> I don't mean to make something difficult in the very essence of playing tackle our guard but uh, uh, that's what he, that's what they were doing was giving him reps there uh, in anticipation of that or giving him reps in anticipation of uh, Peters 
basically playing left tackle in those situations and him playing guard. Right. But position flex, as you well know, is uh, uh, just uh, tremendously valued in, in an offensive lineman. And we've got some great coaches out there, and uh, they want to develop that flex all the way across that line. Let me give my flowers to my guy, Boss Cowboy, on that. You know, for the start of the season, the dude kept talking cross-training, cross-training. I'm sitting there like, like, come on, man. You don't know what you're talking about, dog. You keep talking cross-training. And he was right on that. You know, he, he was right on position to flex. We got now a right tackle in a pinch that can play left tackle out of Tamron Steele, right? We got Zach Martin in a pinch. He can play right tackle. He can play anything he wants, basically. He's been cemented in as that right guard for years, but he's good. And then Tyler Biotis having a hell of a year this season. Let me just pull up Tyler's stuff right quick. Let me just pull it up because uh, – used to have it at the top of my dome. Let me see if I got it right here. Here we go. Let's pull up Tyler Biotis. He haven't been a horrid this year at all. You see that goose egg? I'm just making sure. He haven't allowed a single sack this season. Right? That's Tyler Biotis. Three penalties. He had one just last game, right? That's out of 645 snaps, baby. And let me show you what he did last year. 11, he didn't allow that many sacks, but still, <laughs> those holding calls, baby, trust me, he was reach out and touch. <laughs> he was holding. I'll keep holding on on pivotal drives, right? He's a far away from 11. I know we got plenty of football left, but I think he finished out the season with 12 or 13 last season because they didn't count the playoff game. He had a crazy hold in the playoff, and that's the story of another day. But I, I look at it like that. And then the left side of the field, uh, we flipped it because one of the bigger reservations that we had during the offseason was wide receivers, of course, offensive line, and I believe linebacker, uh, and, and some people had reservations on the defensive backs. We can scratch offensive linemen out. Right? And offensive linemen <laughs> that's our strength now, right? We got a strong offensive line unit. And it's, uh, in, our, in our largelihood is because of position of flex, cross-training, et cetera. Jerry, yesterday Mike McCarthy was making some comments about Jerry the owner versus Jerry the GM. I want to play him for you and see what you think about the separation. I saw Jerry's comments, but I, I can tell you, um, you know, speaking with you know, General Manager Jerry uh, today, he's he's, he's focused about on his own But obviously, the owner is you know he's always looking at the big picture. What's he talking about with that difference there, Jerry? GM versus owner, Jerry Jones. I uh, I would assume he's talking about the uh, uh, the idea of focusing on the job at hand, which is against the Giants. Yeah. And focusing on that. And uh, he's absolutely correct. That's a little closer to the uh, actual snap. And uh, there doesn't need to be any attention spent away from those snaps if you're a player or you're a coach coaching that player from, uh, from uh, the New York Giants. They are the biggest threat we have for the rest of the year. So that's number one. 
but the same guy that's talking about going and getting a, a receiver uh, and uh, uh, going out here and making a move like that right now has got to be thinking past uh, Thursday, would you think? Yes, Beckham? sir. <laughs> huh? Yep. So, so how do you wear that? That's one of the advantages of being the owner and the general manager. Because if you're the guy that uh, is having to make that decision both ways, you're cutting the check. Uh, you got it all right there in front of you, and so you don't have to. Uh, uh, when the opportunity to strike is there, you can get it. That's the way it's always been around here, always. Man, uh, so Jerry Jones' unique, unique decorum on how he breaks down the general manager versus owner and how he's able to um, expound on his uh, responsibilities and then embellish like the two. Like I I can say this and get away with it. And then I can say that to (laughs) highlight that, Hey, I'm also the general manager and I got to speak these things. Right. But the Cowboys team got to focus in on the Giants. And he said that that, that the Giants were one of their bigger threats. Like he dismissed the Eagles. He dismissed the Tennessee Titans. He dismissed everyone else. So even in his same talk sheet there, uh, he got that ability to do such, right? So what I'm trying to say here, Cowboy Nation, is if Mike McCarthy understands this, then we should understand this. Jerry is a salesman. His job, his optimum job is to tell you the moon is made of cheese, right? And I got it for sale. And if you, my friend, purchase the moon that's made of cheese and you figure out a way to get up there and you realize that it's a rock that's on you, that's what salesmen do, right? They sell those things, right? Hope, optimism, right? (laughs) You know, the dude turned millions into billions, right? If I had a situation and a time to sit with Jerry, I'm like, hey, man, all football stuff aside, man, come on, man, help brother out, man. I need to get on your level, man. Come on, man. We're close to it. <laughs> and I'm quite sure he'd be willing to spill some after a few investments of mine on some Johnny Walker Blue. Like send, send two over there for my guy right there. I know it's going to hurt the pockets a little bit, but I'm trying to get some information. Yes, yeah, Stephen, he's a smooth operation operator so once again now that we are pretty much into the meat of this podcast slash youtube slash facebook and beyond i want to know now are you team odell beckham put odell beckham initials in the chat and if not express it say no i'm not jerry jones right here on 105.3 the fan Jerry, is the biggest factor with, with Odell Beck, Beckham money or health? Well, listen. Oh, I don't uh, want to get into the uh, negotiation. We're, uh, frankly, we're, we're, we're not. And uh, uh, so uh, all of uh, those situations make it possible for the house to have a deal here. Otherwise, if you didn't have either one of those situations, he wouldn't be available. Mm. Jerry, without getting into any negotiation, it feels like the next commercial, your your Dion commercial, you and Odell sitting down in a room, 
you connecting with these young stars still today? How much has it changed uh, over the years? Do you still get geared up for this, like a big business meeting when you all eventually meet? All right, so before Odell Beckham, conversation goes into more and more details. Uh, I couldn't stand Prime. I couldn't stand him, man. I cried all that summer. X twin. <laughs> I mess up some stuff around there. But when the Cowboys were in the conversation to pick up the prima donna, right? The guy that peed, I, my guy, Michael Irvin, right? I had to swallow a lot of stuff, right? And that's pride. It was a lump in your throat. Have you ever cried so long you had a lump in your throat? You had to swallow it. <clears throat> I wasn't team prime. No. I just couldn't stand him. I had the mindset that we face him again. I just wanted to beat him. But when the Cowboys were in their conversation to picking him up for the team, right? <laughs> I had to swallow a lot of things and say, you know what? Uh, some of y'all don't remember. Some of y'all are a whole lot younger than me at that time. And y'all just like, look, man, just get prime, baby. Uh, whatever number he want. He want two, one, give it to him, right? He want a golf cart out there. At camp, training camp, let's get it for him, right? And I'm not saying that Odell Beckham is on the levels of Prime, but it's quite strange that, you know, Prime won that Super Bowl with the Niners, right? And then the next year he jumps over to the Cowboys. Then he went another Super Bowl, right? And one can argue that we needed that catalyst, right? That the Cowboys are good. We're a playoff team. Right? We didn't need prime. We wanted prime, right? <laughs> we were a playoff team. And it goes back to that situation and scenario. Write this down. I'd rather have them inside the tent pissing out than outside the tent pissing in. You definitely didn't want him to go to the Washington team. You didn't want him to go, you didn't want prime to go to the Eagles. You didn't want prime at that time go to the Green Bay Packers. You didn't want Prime to go to the Patriots. At that time, those were the teams that were winning. Those were the teams that were turning heads. You didn't want Prime to go to, to the uh, the Chargers or what have you. So, sure, you put your bid in, and you didn't want him to stay in Niners land, right? So you would rather have him inside versus going outside. <laughs> and I know that the uh, – <clears throat> Some people will look at it and say, nah, man, why are you going to play keep away? It's chess, the art of war, right? <laughs> you got to sometimes position yourself. Pawns are made to get exiled, right? Sometimes cowboy fans like to hold on to their pawns, and they fall into the traps of even thinking along the ways of Stephen Jones. My precious, my precious. I don't want to get rid of my precious baby. <laughs> you know, Stephen Jones didn't want prime. He was like, man, I don't want prime, man. He hurt my heart. I don't want him to hurt my heart again. <laughs> but some people, just like that doggone thing on Lord of the Ring, my precious ring, my precious player, you know. <laughs> but I get it, right? My precious Jalen Tobert or James Washington. You never know. You never know James Washington could be that guy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. One-hand bandit, baby. Appreciate you. Dracaris. Have you seen Boss Cowboy take? He thinks that it could be a bad because it will make Kellen throw more. What do you think? 
Um, I didn't know that was his take, but I can tell you, I can tell you if a player changes the philosophy of the offense, then that coach is not a Super Bowl caliber coach anyhow, regardless of whether or not the player is the player or it's not the player. Coaches got to have that mentality is that they got to make sure that they are in control of the game. And bringing in a player shouldn't be the determined factor of whether or not he's going to throw more or run more or run less. The philosophy and the formula still should be the formula. You know, that could be argued for the Rams last season, right? That they're going to get past happy and they're going to disregard the run. But when they got into the playoffs, the only way that they had, the only way you can beat D'Amico Ryan's defense, who is a very crafty young defensive coordinator. I know y'all don't watch a lot of 49ers game, but he's new, he's innovative, and he sets up traps. He finds ways to create pressure with four, sometimes three. And you got to be stubborn enough to run on that. You can't continue to throw into that. Go back and watch some of those 49ers game. You got to, you got to run on the Niners. And Warner, he ate LVE. Fred Warner is going to fill. He's going to track. He's going to harass you all day long. Hook to flat, hook to flat. Greenlaw, he's going to come down and hit, and he's going to lay on you until the whistle is blown. He's going to tickle you too, you know. <laughs> that dude just weird. So the, the only way the Rams beat the Niners is that they had to methodically run the ball to open up the passing lanes one-on-one, and that's how they beat them. Right? Last night, you know, of course, they had Colt McCoy and, and uh, the other guy, the Cardinals guy. Hop, D-Hop showed out a little bit, but shoot, them boys down in that zone, and shoot, they came down and cracked. My brother was taking me up and like, yeah, yeah, Lord, come on. My nana's coming, baby. I said, bring them, you know. <laughs> I don't want to fold up against those Niners. No, I want to play them at their pick, too. But we got to be mindful of that. Now, if Kellen Moore becomes past happy, and he refuses to go back to the formula and the philosophy. I don't care if we had Randy Moss, T.O., and Dez at his prime out there. Run the ball. If they're going to play that style and caliber of defense, run the ball. Let's go with it. Well, let's put it like this. Uh, uh, today, uh, because of, let's say, Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tart did drop that uh, the easiest pass. And, and, and there he goes to show you. <laughs> if Tart didn't drop that pass, baby. Ooh. Yeah. But he ain't on that team no more, right? They got Troy Palamamu, uh, a son out there, man. I said, man, I, I don't know where they get Troy Palamamu. I didn't know he had kids. <laughs> the dude looked like Troy out there. I mean, <laughs> he flying around everywhere. He ain't going to drop it if he hit his hands. He's going to catch it with the hair. Uh, today, uh, uh, the credibility of working with a player 
because uh, Deion Sanders and I uh, have a great relationship today and have had a continued relationship years and years after he quit playing. No doubt. Uh, that was so the, that, that is the case with Michael. That is the case with many of these players. Long after. Hey, no, D'Amico Ryan was a uh, road tie. Appreciate you, Davis. Road tie. After they put the football down or to put the, gotten off the football field. That's an advantage when you're sitting down talking to Herschel Walker or you're talking to these guys because all they've got to do is pick up the phone and hear, hear what happens after you quit playing. Mm. Jerry, recently you guys have been pretty selective in in the in the free agents or people outside the organization you pay. You pay your own, but the guys outside the organization, you've been pretty selective. What's different or what would be different about Odell and breaking the bank? Ooh. Well, uh, again, uh, everything's relative. Uh, we went after Cooper. And um, we broke that bowl you're talking about right there with Cooper. And uh, we're glad to do it and glad to get him. And uh, it, in, a, in a large degree, it worked. And so uh, you just got to pick your poison, so to speak. Uh, everything, it's either or. When you look at a player, and uh, the more you expend for a player, you can go up to where that's two players or that's three players. Uh, it's financial, but it's really not. At the end of the day, it's uh, the capability, the athletic ability, the availability uh, up against uh, paying a lot to one player or paying lesser to two players. All right, so that's, that's the rest of that, man. There's about 15 more minutes on that. Don't want to play play at all. We'll be here all night. Uh, so click on that link right here. It's in the chat. And you can uh, hear the full four interviews about 20 minutes or so long. And uh, shout out to 105.3 The Fan, uh, courtesy of 105.3 The Fan, the Cowboys uh, radio station there with Jerry Wayne Jones, Bobby Belt, and Sean and RJ, man, doing a wonderful job. And it's also live on YouTube uh, somewhere down there. Uh, appreciate everybody for tuning in. Y'all want me to continue to go at 6 o'clock. And, of course, we have the final word, and uh, i got to go grab something to eat and everything. And let me know, do you guys like me going live a little later on today? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or do you guys like it early in the morning? Uh, when time permits, I always try to go live. And I, I love, I love to have your, you, you guys feedback on things like phone calls and calling in. Uh, that's always a plus of get, getting the, uh, the information from you guys. Uh, especially, on, especially on how you guys feel about the game and, and the, uh, the the situations that's around. Uh, keep in mind, <clears throat> you like it late, yeah, because everybody off work, right? You know, you're gonna be on your lunch break, man, and rubbernecking around. You know, I, I feel you on that. But let me give y'all some uh, Giants perspectives. And like I said, don't fall in love with the stat line. They they got a seven and three record too. Their offense is ranked 21st according to PFF, and the special team is right at 30th. Uh, the defense, the 27th ranked defense. Uh, the offense is 29th ranked. And, and somebody going to argue like, Law, how in the world they are 7-3? and three? 
if you go back and watch most of their games, they've been winning games gritty way. They made a G today, but you made it in a sleazy way. No, nah, they made it grinding, you know, uh, playing smart football with coaching, uh, being a risque. Uh, I think it was week two or something like that, or week three or something. They went for it on, um, and they said, we ain't going to overtime, right? We're going to go for two. And they, they they figure out ways to create fumbles and take the ball away and, and surprise hit teams. You know, I think a few teams, believe it or not, you know how we say trap game or what have you? They won. They was the trap people, right? They entrapped teams. Like, I think that the Green Bay was looking at the schedule and they're saying, all right, this will be a game we can get right. Then all of a sudden, uh, Saquon Barkley showed up, showed out. Saquon being that guy, we're seeing better collective play from the quarterback. Not saying that Danny Dimes is a dime out there, uh, but we've seen that. <clears throat> they did caught an L from the Cowboys earlier in the season. We had Cooper Rush. Can somebody put the final score down? Right. Uh, I think in that game, Danny Jones uh, also ran for 79 yards. Cowboys sleeping on him, right? And then in the second half, the Cowboys said, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Let's put a spy on Danny, you know? And they used uh, my guy Dono to spy on Jones because Jones ran for 79 yards, right? So <clears throat> Danny sometimes, right? And it is what it is. So now we got to look at it like, the Cowboys, how they match up with the Giants. I would say first and foremost, uh, uh, stop the run, force them to pass. They're going to be without Wandell. And, and shout out to him. I was high on him. Shout out to Kentucky and all of that. And 23 to 16, right? Dak Prescott hot. That score will be 43 to 16. And I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to be the great to outspeed speak my wisdom teeth, right? You know, I'm just saying that this team is more explosive now on offense, right? The Cowboys. And shoot. If the defense still be the way this defense is, shutting down the run, slowing down their wide receivers and beyond, shoot, it's going to be a long night for the Giants or a long day. I would suggest if you're a Giants fan to go ahead, eat your Thanksgiving when you wake up at 8 o'clock, you know, 8, 9 o'clock. That's what I'm going to do anyway for my Cowboys, right? I don't think since under the Mike McCarthy administration we won a Thanksgiving game, did we? Have we ever won a Thanksgiving game under Mike McCarthy? I don't think we did. Let me see. No, we haven't. So, shoot, let this be the first one for Mike on Thanksgiving. Okay, 31-13, yep. Ward says, no, we haven't won. I think last year we played the Raiders, and, you know, it was a tight one. We won the, we won the, uh, the corn toss on overtime, and we just womp, 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 womp. And then uh, the year before that, was it the Washington team? No, it was the Washington team. Then the year before that, it was the, the Bills, right? If I'm mistaken, three year drought. So let's let's end that drought, man. Let's put some water on that thing, you know. Uh, nope. So first time this year, somebody says forty two to seven. Right. Uh, it's time for that streak to be broken because I want to eat. This is what I want to do. 
giving you guys my thoughts on this right now. I want to be able to eat good food that morning, that afternoon, and later on that night, man. Because last year, I mean, my mama cooked a nice pecan pie, and I was like, man, it's all right. <laughs> it, was, it was good, but I couldn't really stomach it, man. So I, so this year, I'm already preserving my mind that the food is going to taste even better after <laughs> the victory, you know. <laughs> yes, indeed. No, it, it, it ain't a five-year drought, is it? When the last time we won a Thanksgiving game? Y'all put it down in the chat. You know, exactly, you know. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah, uh, tomorrow we'll dive really deep into the matchups. And then, bam, you know, uh, we got the show. Me and Gucci, babe, we're going to be uh, at the Cowboys Experience event. So that podcast is going to kick off around one thirty ish around that time frame. Uh, I want to blow out every week. This is from Breezy, yeah. So, oh, the last time we won a Thanksgiving game was 2018. Yeah. All right. Come on, cowboy. <laughs> Come on, baby. Let's get right, baby. Uh, watch the Lions upset the Bills and the Bills miss the playoff. Man, don't y'all know how much Donkey Kong stuff I'm going to say if that happened. Eat and kick up my feet. Gina with the J. Appreciate you. All right, Cowboy Nation. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, I want you guys to understand this. That it will be the final word tonight. Shout out to those who watched. Thank those who donated. Uh, did I read all of your super chat? Let me know uh, before we get up out of here. Perry, appreciate you. Jay Lombardi, thank you. And I hope I didn't leave anyone out. Uh, Chris214 says, Law, where is Hakeem? We got a APB alert out for him. And David, shout out to you for your support too, man. So Hakeem, there's people looking for you. Um, please, I hope Odell Beckham goes to the Giants. Right? I feel you, man. Anybody who's mad and angry at Odell Beckham, you have every right to, right? Because uh, I, I, revenge is like the sweetest joy, right? That Cleveland game. He showed up, and I was, man, I was mad in that game, right? We had Xavier Woods. He had forced responsibility. He didn't want no part of that, right? <laughs> and uh, Jalen Smith, he like, nah, man, I, I sack him. I tackle him on another day, right? <laughs> and our defensive guy uh, on the edge, he was like, Man, I'm going to sing Kumbaya. My Lord, Kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Appreciate y'all so much, man. Uh, as we depart, man, I appreciate everybody. Shout out to you, Torre, on the uh, Facebook. Derek Miner. Shout out to you and Harold Miner. Appreciate y'all. Randy, shout out to you, Hector. Thank those out who are out there. If I offended anyone, charge it to my head, not my heart, right? Precious. <laughs> See y'all in a few, man, at the top of the next hour, right? Cowboy Nation, let's continue to grind and shine. Appreciate y'all so much. Be sure to hit that like, share this content. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and Beyond. If you're traveling on the road, 
grace and mercy to you. Uh, be, be wise. If you're feeling faint, pull over, right? Pull over. Right? And uh, if you try something new on the table, just understand that whoever prepared that food, just pray over it. You know what I'm saying? If you see raisin in the potato salad, right? Right? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. I always say this and departing. When the end comes for me, let it find me conquering a new mountain, not sliding down an old one. And if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it. Cowboy Nation, if dogged and grim, and besiege and beset it with the help of Almighty, you will get it. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Go Cowboys. We about, baby! Dracarys. Roll credits whenever it decide to roll. <laughs> Sometimes it takes a little minute. There we go. Can't rush perfection. Shout out to everybody. Thank y'all for the super chat and the super support. Shout out to y'all so, so much. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these commercials, right? I didn't see that. <laughs> Look at all of the support, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. Trey, what's good? Manifest. Manifesting that good meal, huh? Don't get too crazy with the salt, y'all. <laughs> put some fire on there. You can talk about it, man. I'm going to put some Himalayan salt, some sea salt in, some black salt. Come on, man. <laughs> Don't be putting that all up in that salt in there, man. Just, 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 just stay off the sodium. Drink your water. Gina with the J. Shout out to you, lady. Five, four. We about. Nowadays, nothing really is. Only one of me and nobody. Me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's. Ice. I got wifey on blinging. She ice. Freeze. 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 Photo. Photo. Please. Please. No photos. No, no. Jeez. Please. No, no. no. Please. No photos. Hit the door and the door and just. All right, one more time for the Vikings, man. <laughs> they still haven't fixed their horn. <laughs> I was born in it. I got paid to play today. I get paid to stay away. I get paid on rainy days. I might make it rain today. I got paid off pain today. Don't take the pain away. 
Look, 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 look at this. Somebody come look at this. Look at this. Somebody come and look at this. Look. I, I, it's still broke. I've got balls of steel. Suck. Mike is Jerome. Where are you, man? Nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> Until next time, DC. For life. Salute.